Welcome to The King's Table, a podcast out of Kings Hill Church in Boston where we seek to elevate the Bible over opinion, answering the questions you have. I'm your host, Jonathan Mosley. Today's question is this, how do we seek to honor our parents as adults? Enjoy. Well, this is an important question because on one hand, you have the fifth commandment found in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, honor your father and mother. And this commandment is reiterated in Ephesians chapter six, verses one through two. And yet on the other hand, Jesus tells us that our allegiance to him will cause division, sometimes between us and our family members. Take Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 through 37 as an example. Jesus says, do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. So what are we to make of these two verses? Does God's word contradict itself? Well, the answer is no. So let's consider let's consider the different life seasons we go through. As we try to answer that question, how do we seek to honor our parents as adults? Well, on, on one hand, as children, in that life season, as children, here's how we honor our parents. We honor them when we live under their roof. We honor them by submitting to their instruction. All right, that's that's Ephesians chapter 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Or Colossians chapter 3, verse 20. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Now, the exception here is if they're asking you to sin. But in general, as a child, under the authority of our parents, we are to listen and obey. But what about when we're no longer under their roof? What about when we're an adult? Well, in this case... Honoring means not necessarily listening and obeying, but listening and evaluating. We respect our parents by not being dismissive, not being critical. Instead, we take to heart what they say. Now, this doesn't mean you have to agree on everything your parents say, nor does it mean that you have to follow every piece of advice or counsel that they give. You should weigh it and you should evaluate it according to God's word. Now, this is what Jesus meant when he said, you must love me more than your parents, because there might be moments when Jesus asks something of you that your parents may not like. Now, I've seen this play out a lot of different ways. Our son or daughter feels called to go into ministry, but their parents really aren't on board. They're not excited because ministry is not typically a profession that brings in a lot of money. Or a son or daughter may feel called to move somewhere strategically for the gospel, but this means that they're going to be far away from family. There's a lot of scenarios here. But at the end of the day, whose approval are we going to seek? Whose voice are we going to listen to? And as an adult, and really this is any time, not just as an adult, our first yes is always to the Lord. Our first yes It's always to God. And at times, what he is asking you to do might go against the desires and preferences of your parents. Still, we can honor our parents by evaluating their counsel they give and see if it holds up to God's word. We still listen, though we might not take the action that they'd like. And so this is is also true in marriage. 
when you get married, you are actually starting your own family. Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. A man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. When one gets married, their primary responsibility, after the Lord, of course, becomes their spouse. The husband and wife are a unit, and they make decisions together, and they can seek out counsel from parents. But it's this couple now that's building a life together, and as they seek God together, God will give them a vision for that family, for their family. And sometimes it might not always jive with parents. For example, the husband and wife might hold to convictions around television, around discipline, around schooling, around Santa Claus and other holiday traditions, just to name a few. And they might hold convictions differently than their parents. And that's okay. But as an adult, we can still honor our parents. It doesn't mean obedience to them as it does when you're a child, but it does mean listening respectfully. Now, what about when our parents get older? What about when they can't take care of themselves? Well, in this case, honoring means providing for them. In 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 3 and 4, the Apostle Paul exhorts young Timothy, and he says to make sure that the church provides for widows financially. And the word used there is the word honor. But the church is only to step in if the children refuse to help. And you'll see that Paul actually equivocates providing financially to godliness. So let me read that for us. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. Get this, honor widows. So he uses that word on honor. Honor widows who are truly widows. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show godliness to their own household and to make some return to their parents, for this is pleasing in the sight of God. In other words, not all widows are truly widows that need financial provision from the church. Some have children, and they should step in and help. If the widow doesn't have children, that's when the church steps in and provides financially. So this is a way that Paul says the church can honor widows to provide for them financially, but he says this only happens, the church only steps in, if the children can't. In other words, the responsibility first falls on the child to honor their parents by providing for them financially when the parents can't. And Paul says that in this, in this act, that's showing what he says, godliness. There's actually another instance in Mark 7 where Jesus rebukes the Pharisees for not helping out their parents financially. Let me read it for us. Mark Chapter 7, verses 9 through 13. Jesus says, speaking to the Pharisees, you have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother. And whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, so Jesus quotes now the law. And he says, but you say, speaking to the religious leaders, if a man tells his father or his mother, Whatever you would have gained from me is korban that is given to God. Then you no longer permit him to do anything for his father or mother, thus making void now the word of God by your tradition that you've handed down. And many such things you do. What, what's happening there, Mark 7? Well, the religious leaders were providing a financial loophole to their followers. In essence, they were saying, hey, 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 you're still fulfilling your obligation. If you give the money you would have given to your parents... If you give that to the temple, you're still okay. You're still set. <laughs> Basically, they, they were saying, hey, it's okay to go to mom and dad 
and say to them, hey, mom, dad, don't be upset that the financial provision you would have gained for me isn't going to you. It's going to the temple. Instead, I'm doing a good thing because it's going to God, even though it's, it's not going to you. And Jesus rebukes them for that kind of mentality because that's not God's word. It was a practice that these religious leaders had created. And so one of the reasons why Jesus gets angry at this and rebukes the religious leaders for it is because he connects that that tradition, that man-made tradition. He says this tradition is actually breaking the commandment to honor your father and mother. And so like Paul, Jesus connects honoring our parents to to provide for them financially when they can no longer take care of themselves. I mean, after all, they, they did take care of us for two decades, and so we're called to take care of them in their later years. So back to that original question, what does honor our parents mean? Well, in our younger years, it means obeying them. In our adult years, it means respecting and listening to them and evaluating what they say. May not always follow what they say, but we respect them not by being dismissive or critical, but by listening and weighing their words. And in their older years, it means providing for them financially if they need it. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion around honoring your parents as an adult. Glad you could join us at the King's Table. If you'd like more information about King's Hill Church, you can visit us online at www.kingshillboston.com.